Welcome to the third installment of Cooked Up, Shook Up or Looked Up, the show where I verify the facts in contentious stories currently doing the rounds, or as I'd like to put it, ruffle the feathers of the stories that portray themselves as blooming peacocks until they show us the true colours that gave them flight. In today's show, the Church of the Dark Lord Lucifer opens in Colombia, South America. A good old party candidate from Maine calls a Parkland school shooting survivor a skinhead and lesbian and a man kills a black bear in New Jersey while it was hibernating. Since those Jehovah's Witnesses moved into a hall down your street, you've become more wary of answering the front door. You've been gambling at becoming just another deathbed converter. But what if it's one of Bazelbub's humble disciples that wants to sweet-talk you into everlasting damnation? The media was ablaze with news that a self-styled Luciferian high priest Victor Damien Rosso built the Church of Lucifer in Colombia, South America to rescue humanity from what he calls the huge scam of Christianity. The verdict? It's a shook up. Examples of the dark disciple inside a temple that could pass for a Jägermeister pop-up store started doing the rounds on Twitter early in March. These images show Rosso standing in the center of the sleek temple dressed in a light suit, loafers and perky orange t-shirt. A rather fresh and contemporary take on the cavern and cloak-like milieu we grew up to fear. A short teaser video titled Church of Lucifer opened in Colombia shows a parade with hundreds of revelers marching down a street wearing red cloaks and paper mache horns, drawing a float of the Dark Lord perched, ready to jump. The footage in the video, however, was taken during a 200-year-old celebration called Carnaval del Diablo, in a small town of Rio Sucio, northwest of Colombia. It's described as a Catholic festival celebrating the arrival of the playful and mocking character of the devil. In contrast, pictures taken around 2016, shot in a different part of the country, shows a church utterly devoid of parishioners. Rosso, who claims to have followers across the globe, erected the building on his own property with little other value than providing a backdrop to his self-promotional videos. His most sought-after in-store item, Pacts with a devil from which the clients gain financial enrichment. The catch? A percentage of his clients' future incomes. A regional newspaper said it's difficult to determine how successful this self-proclaimed globetrotter's dark enterprise has been, but noted that several images of him depicted in exotic destinations were digitally doctored. The Colombian branch of the ruler of darkness is up and running, but at this point in time, nothing more than a bizarre confidence scheme run by the owner. One can't help but think that the Wicked One wouldn't have wanted it any other way. Following the Parkland High School shooting, gun lobbyists have been squaring it off on social media and on the streets with an angry and determined student movement set on having stricter gun control laws implemented. One of the youth leaders emerging from the aftermath is 18-year-old student shooting survivor Emma Gonzalez. In a Twitter rage, Republican candidate from Maine's House of Representatives Leslie Gibson singled Gonzalez out, saying, there is nothing about this skinhead lesbian that impresses me, and there is nothing that she has to say unless you're frothing at the mouth, Moonbat. The verdict? Absolutely looked up. Before making his account private on March 15, Gibson lashed out in a series of tweets in a fiery attempt to exonerate American commentator Dana Lash of being in the NRA's pocket. Gibson initiated an 18-strong salvo of tweets by calling shooting survivor and activist David Hogg a bold-faced liar. 
the frenzied attack spiraled out into the skinhead lesbian moonbat statement, finally calling her out for being in a completely different part of the school when the shooting happened. In a piece Gonzalez wrote for Harper's Magazine, she referred to herself as a Cuban bisexual. For her, it's a matter of politicians being swayed by money instead of the people who voted them into office, stressing her personal attributes being of no consequence. Gibson has since issued an apology, appearing to have been ordered by the head of the household. Get over here! Emma, my name is Les Gibson from Maine. I would like to extend to you my most sincere apology for how I addressed you. It was wrong and unacceptable. You are doing work that is important to you. I would like to extend my hand in friendship and understanding you. Aww. Mr. Gibson, all is fair in love and tour, but keep a sensible measure of social decorum when unleashing your wrath on Twitter. Just because you can't see, smell or hear them doesn't mean they're just a silly looking buzz cut Cuban lesbian in a picture. There are few things that guarantee a more severe naming and shaming than posing next to a dead wild animal in camouflage gear holding the lifeless animal up for a quick snap. A man named Michael Lombardi was pictured in this exact setup, holding a black bear quoted as having been shot while hibernating. The picture's tagline references the annual New Jersey bear hunt in 2017. The verdict? It's a fig bat cook-up. A big fat lie. New Jersey holds its annual bear hunt in an effort to cull its black bear population in accordance with quotas determined by the Department of Environmental Protection. The image originally started circulating in 2015, five years after the first harvesting initiated by the Division of Fish and Wildlife. The purpose of the culling is to prevent the rapidly increasing black bear population from expanding their range throughout the state. Two years later, the picture re-emerged with an unrelated Michael Lombardi getting relentlessly harassed on Facebook. The goal in 2015 was to cull between 20 to 30 percent of the very productive bear population that had litters double the average. After the first week of the hunt, efforts still fell short of the demand, further complicated by the rumor making the rounds that their hunters were killing hibernating bears. Say what? If it wasn't enough having to potentially deal with roving packs of bears infiltrating towns and demanding free Wi-Fi, the 2017 image was also released with the tagline, This is Michael. Michael lives in New Jersey. Due to a change by the Trump administration, he got to kill this bear while it was hibernating. Michael is a fucking chicken shit. Don't be Michael. You suck! Trump did in fact sign a piece of legislation in April 2017, nullifying federal protection of certain predatory animals, but the changes only affected Alaska, not New Jersey, and did not make it legal for hunters to kill hibernating bears. A good thing to always keep in mind is that the beef in your burger did not grow on a tree in an orchard. It takes a lot of work to feed a nation, and some extra effort to keep black bears off of living room couches and in manageable numbers, in the woods, where they do like to shit. Next episode you can look forward to seeing my ugly mug on a screen and I will be broadcasting Cooked Up, Shook Up or Looked Up as a video cast. Keep an eye on this channel to see what contentious topics I will gently be coaxing into my unassuming truth machine, radiating them with high volumes of light shimmering off Lady Justice's chastity belt. I'm Banner Defoe and you were listening to Cooked Up, Shook Up or Looked Up. All stories were compiled from Snopes.com. <laughs>